I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Matt Knight. Hello. And the triumphant return of Jay Cross. It's not that bloody triumphant, I tell you what. Bye, I'm back. I am glad you are back. Welcome back, Jay. It's been lonely without you. I'm not sure you've ever taken this amount of time off of the podcast. And I'm not sure I was aware, I definitely wasn't aware, of just how much I could miss you. Oh, um, thanks, Joe. Oh, well, the feeling's obviously mutual. Yeah, I think this is the longest. I mean, I, I think this is four weeks that I've been off it. Something like that, yeah. Um, so for three of those weeks, I was uh, utterly and completely, without a single shadow of a doubt, convinced that football was coming home. And that's basically <laughs> all I did for three weeks. Um, right up until the point where, honestly, right up until... The point where it got to penalties in the in the final, I was like, "It's fine. We're going to win it. We are going to win it." And then the penalties happened, and I was like, "Oh, no, we're not. <laughs> oh no, no, we're not going to win it." I think. But, um, re- re- I think we probably did win it. I think this is one of those like tangent alternate timelines now. Yeah, we're I mean, just not the original versions of ourselves anymore. That's true. Anything that can happen does happen, and all that. So <laughs> I mean. The pressure. I'm, I must admit, I was doing that and I was like, I know they get paid ludicrous amounts of money, but I'm like, that's some insane pressure. And then to have missed it, are you just like... Yeah, it was, it was crushing. Gonna, that is going to live with you forever. Well, yeah, just, look Gar- the- just look at Gareth Southgate. He, yeah. he missed the penalty in 1996 and st- up until this tournament, basically, that was still the only thing that anybody ever talked about. But, but anyway, that's, that is what it is. And, it, and then I'm, I moved house. Which is cool. So I got a, uh, uh, what is it, NHD, New House Day. That was pretty cool. cool. New um, House Day. Oh, wow. You don't get many yeah, of those like, in you know, your life. Not New Guitar Day, New House Day. So I moved house um, and uh, the whole place is still a complete mess. But um, but it's fine. I, uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, Congratulations garden, on, on purchasing your first home, Jay Cross. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been very exciting and very stressful. Um, but yeah, got a garden, which is wicked. Wicked. I didn't think I ever was that bothered about a garden until I got one. And it was f- 31 degrees over the weekend. And I just oh. 
sat in the garden. I mean, the day before on Saturday, I had spent the day uh, repairing some holes in the floorboard, which we didn't find until we moved in. But, you know, that's all part of moving house, isn't it? It is what it is. So, yeah. And, um, and that's, that's basically everything that's happened to me in the last uh, four weeks. You're completely and utterly up to date. Wow. <laughs> that, that, uh, oh. I think, um, oh, right. Jay, as well, I think you bring a bit of balance to the podcast because, I, I, Joe, I think probably last week was the most we've ever talked about guitar game <laughs> no, yeah, no, about, about, no, no. We'll, about we'll be <laughs> about guitar stuff i tell you what fellas you lot of that you've had your four-week holiday we're right back right back <laughs> to talking about weird sci-fi and football coming home and let me tell you guitar 2022 christmas 18 months it's only 18 months away and i'll be taking another month off because Football is one hundred percent coming home next time. It probably is. Well, that 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 will be exciting. The World but Cup. Whilst uh, whilst you you kind of you had to take a step back from everything because you had so much on your plate whilst you were moving house. You did, however, recently send us a link to uh, an Instagram account of a very small guitar company, um, uh, who uh, yeah, who make super weird, interesting guitars. Yeah, so I I can't remember how I came across this. I think it was maybe just a uh, just um, a post in one of the the guitar forums. But um, Ann Coates Guitars, uh, based out of Manchester, here in the north of England, um, they uh, their guitar, the New Islington, is uh, what caught my eye, and it is a really cool kind of. It's the, the sort of like future retro type of guitar that, that I um, am really into. And uh, it looks, it, it clearly is drawing uh, inspiration from uh, kind of catalogue guitars of the of the 50s. Um, but it, there's like a, there's a real kind of Dan Electro vibe to them, which obviously that's what they were. And you, th- there's also still kind of a bit of a, a double cut, like Les Paul yeah. type feel to them as well. That, that's what I thought when I saw it. Well, I mean, it, it looks kind of like if Airline had made a, a double cut Les Paul. That's, that's kind of very the, well put. The the way that I can I can best describe it, but um, they look they look so fantastic. The headstock looks great, which is always a big barrier that um, the the companies have to jump over. Um, the uh, pit guard looks amazing. The pit guard isn't really doing much in the way of guarding. I would say I think it's more there as uh, decoration. Uh, and uh, it just the, the whole thing looks amazing. But the, the the thing that's so incredible about it is the price. They're eight hundred quid now. Oh. Considering what you're getting with that is a uh, handmade in the UK, um, uh, like fine tuned guitar with a uh, pickups. I think they only use pickups from the Creamery, and I mean. Those pickups are—they must be like 150 quid or something. By yeah, themselves. the creamy, creamy aren't cheap, and they're great as well. That's yeah. like a really top-notch pickup. Yeah, and uh, I just—I think they look absolutely fantastic. There's one on their website at the moment that's for sale. Uh, it, actually, is it in stock? Maybe it's not in stock, but they've got a few examples on their website. So at the moment, they've got this. Uh, I guess it's—it's it's kind of a late plastic blue, maybe slightly darker than late plastic blue, with an anodized gold. Uh, pickup cover the pickup cover also has it's got a bit of a kind of coffin vibe to it i don't know if you guys got that um but it's uh it's that looks really cool and then some of the other ones that they've done on there there's this uh like vibey red with a white pickguard and a maple board 
And then there's also some uh, some of the more kind of uh, like what's the word figured tops maybe not figured but uh well, there's it's, a, it's there's like, like a really a, swampy ash top yes yeah kind one. of a sunbursty uh swamp ash type looking guitar with again that gold anodized guard and um i oh, just the whole thing looks amazing i'm really i'm really really interested in this brand i think they are very very cool and i, I really hope that as we've been saying for the last 18 months, guitar shows come back so that we can go and bloody see them, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this, I think this looks just absolutely fantastic. 12 week, 12 week lead time, wow. um, which seems pretty reasonable. And i got to say, I, I just think these look like incredible value for what you're getting. Really, really incredible value. So yeah. um, something that I, obviously I've just made quite a big purchase, so I'm not really in the market for anything at the moment. <laughs> um, but uh, this for me, this is what sort of really made me pause for thought whilst I was uh, whilst I was uh, away from the podcast. I, th- I think these look banging, really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, great. And that's Anne Coates guitars, dear listener. So it's it's yeah. Anne A N and then Coates as in jackets. Um, and you can check them out on Instagram or <laughs> ancoatsguitars.co.uk. Yeah, A-N- for, yeah, yeah. For the for the grown ups in the room, that's A N C O A T S guitars and coats. Um, so yeah, really, really cool, really interesting. Really looking forward to finding out more about this brand and seeing what 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 they uh, what they do next. Yeah, absolutely. Roll on guitar shows. Now, last uh, last last week, I put, I popped over to Ashdown HQ. I went to film some some videos and bits and bobs, some new stuff. I filmed like a bunch of uh, of new stuff, all unreleased things. Oh, I'm very excited about Winter Nam. There are some cool things. The first things that I've kind of been involved in, so I'm I'm looking forward to those coming out. But more importantly, I was like uh, I was knocking around up in the office, having a chat, and there's this corner of just of stuff like piled up stuff um and all old bits and bobs and i was sort of rifling through because there were some cool old like magazines they had things like uh uh they they almost really released like you you know virgin like richard branson's virgin Mm -hmm. that virgin almost started their own guitar company and uh and ashdown yeah 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 ashdown put in designs for a, a range of virgin amps for them uh, which Weird. They, yeah, they didn't end up going with, but they had like the catalogue that they would have, you know, sent to Virgin. So I was having a look at that, and I was like, "This is, this is mad." I must, I must take some photos of that catalogue next time I'm there because it's just crazy stuff. But oh, I, I was kind of rummaging around, and at the back, I found this status base, a proper uh, headless status base with the, you know, the big brass. Uh, bridge with the tuners on it you know the, the proper cool old status base graphite neck it wasn't unfortunately the neck through it was a bolt-on but graphite neck and the finish as i posted on the guitar nerds group on facebook uh listener if you're if you're not there join that um i posted on there the the finish the top was the trace elliott logo over and over again on a kind of a black and a green background and I, I was all, all the controls had been knocked off of it, and it was incredibly like dirty and dusty. You know, still actually set up okay because of course those graphite necks don't go anywhere. But but you know, like it obviously didn't work. And, and I was like, what what on earth is that? And they were like, oh yeah, that was um, that was like Mark Mark Gooday, the owner of Ashdown. He used to be one of the head guys at Trace Elliott before, and he was like, oh yeah, that was like Mark's old base for 
that he used to take to shows and stuff in the in the nineties, and and it's just sitting there. And they were like, "Yeah, you can have it if you want." It's just sitting there, and so so I, like <laughs> the thing that the thing that I never understand about you, Joe Branton, is people just. <clears throat> Give you stuff like out of nowhere. You just constantly, <laughs> you're constantly texting us, being like, "Oh yeah, yeah." I just I'm out with uh, uh, Mr. Z from uh, Z. Oh, that doesn't really work. Not from Zvex, <laughs> but you know, I'm out up with Mr. 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 P from uh, P Guitar Pedals, and they, yeah, just oh, they just gave me one of everything. Oh, they didn't want it. Yeah, didn't want anything. In fact, they told me not to talk about it. Oh, but just yeah, just look at oh yeah. Oh, also yeah, someone sent me this five grand bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool, isn't it? You're just you're such a you're such an anomaly in this world. It's just yeah, completely it's, mad. Is it is it it's because like. Rather than giving you money, because you clearly look like you need more money, they're just like, just give him stuff. Just give like, him don't, don't want to support his, his habit of other things, but we will support his habit of guitars. So yeah, uh, here, have this. Yeah, have this. this well, this I hope bag. that's what it is. I hope that's or what it is. Or people just like giving you garbage. And uh, like, probably. Oh, yeah. You know, it's probably oh, one man's garbage is another man's. <laughs> it's Joe Branton's treasure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly but i'm excited so i'm gonna get it on the workbench uh probably later this week next week i'm gonna fix it all up clean up I haven't checked if the electrics work yet so i need to do all that obviously much less to do on a setup with a graphite next so i'm happy with that but i need to get some new controls on there and everything so they've literally like snapped off so i need to get in there and sort all of that out but i've got plenty of spares kicking around obviously so uh i'll uh <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to that. I'm excited about it. You know, I showed my band and I was like, I might start playing this and they're begging, won't be begging to me not to. You, no, you won't be allowed to play that. Come on. You've got no. like a, a strict dress code. Black sunburst or silver burst is the rules. Was yeah. silver burst, was that rule changed when Tim got his uh, uh, fidelity? Uh, he, he was actually playing a silver burst SG before that. So, oh, okay. Uh, so, okay. yeah. But, but yes, strict limitations. So I'm not sure I can get away with it. Some people on the group, some of the comments, people were saying, oh, I hope they're going to refinish it. Why on earth would I refinish it? I'd just be turning it into an ordinary status base. It says Trace Elliot all over it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're certainly right. It is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Thank if you. anything, Thank you, you want to make sure it's brighter. So I'd, I'd make the the trace elliot like more neon mm, like mm, more that's, green that's that's probably the the right move i'll probably do that thanks for the thanks for the advice matt knight now that's let's okay, uh Jeff. let's uh let's talk about some news things because there's a whole bunch of awesome stuff that's happened over the last week in fact it, you know it's quite it's it's uh it's good timing that we've got the three of us back because there have been a whole load of really cool fender releases that i'd like to discuss we've had uh jay mascus has had a a new signature model what's that about and it's a telly of all things kurt cobain out of nowhere is is got a a you know a, a re-release of the jags of the jagstang and We've got the Corey Wong strat has finally become a reality. Um, th th there's also other stuff. There's amp stuff that I think you're quite excited about, Jay Cross. Mm. Yeah. Uh, where do you want to start? Oh, it's, it's, do you want to start with the amp and then we'll talk about the cool guitars? 
Yeah, I mean, the, the AMP for me is the, the thing that I'm most excited about because uh, w- we've talked before about the, the Tone Master series and I pushed very heavily for the Tone Master twin to beat... Sorry, I'll just let that car drive past. Uh, we, I, 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 t- I pushed very heavily for the, uh, the Tone Master twin to be gear of the year, I don't know, two years ago, whenever it was, and... Everybody said, no, it's a flash in the pan. No, this will never take off. No, we hate you, Jade. No, we're <laughs> going to throw you into a bin. And uh, thankfully, none that didn't happen. But what did happen is that the Tone Master series has been uh, adopted by guitar players just all over the world. And just at every level, you see uh, Tone Masters. And um, Fender have decided to push the boat out a little bit and uh there is going to be a tone master super reverb which is unbelievably exciting i've always loved these large um larger amps four by ten we've talked about it before about how that's just my absolute favorite um uh speaker combination i think that there's something that you get from a four by ten that you don't get from 412s and you certainly don't get from 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 two um 212s there's just there's so much air is moving but it still sounds really tight and it's i just i just think the the 410 combination just sounds so good but the problem is is that super reverbs are just monstrously heavy and just massive and really expensive and they're they're just so far out of the um the, the the realms of possibility for people like us i mean maybe someone like you joe a maniac would buy one but um <laughs> like it's good that the time master series is here because they're, they're so much lighter they weigh like half the amount of a regular super reverb yeah which, let's see what which puts is... it at like it's, it puts it at like not far not much more than a blues junior Oh, that's, the, that's, the super I'm reverb. I'm trying to find the exact weight of it. I mean, I love the super. The fact the that super reverb, like a, they're like sixteen and a half kilos or something re- like that. What? Oh, yeah, that's amazing. It's really light. It's really that's, light, and they've 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 got the proper Jensen uh, P10R. So it's the proper speakers that are in the uh, the super reverbs, and then you've still got all of the uh, the same mod um, the same. Uh, functionality that you've got with the with the other tone masters. So you've got the five way, I think it is uh, attenuation switch. You've got the two different IRs. Uh, you've got the uh, silent recording. There's there's so much there, and and it's a super reverb. It's a four by ten. The four ten yeah. on a tilt back. It's just one of the Gear coolest of looking the things. Unbelievable. I, mate, and they're thirteen hundred quid. I know thirteen hundred right. quid. For me, this could only be topped if fans decide to do the super six, which is the, the super six, six. <laughs> which, is the, which is the six by ten, which is just a redonkulous amp. But um, this, I, I'm into. I mean, the great thing about super reverbs is they aren't. Um, they're not as high powered yeah. as a twin, so they're it's actually 40, only four, it's 40, 45 watts. Yeah, yeah. So they they have enough headroom as a good pedal platform, but you can, you know, you can push them. And the fact that you've got the attenuator on this, the six way attenuator, um, I think this is a, this is a real win for me. I would be seriously tempted for something this beefy. God, just, yeah. I just would you ever need anything else? This is just such a well, such a fantastic. Stereo, you know, yeah, that's, um, that's I mean, the, the thing, the thing, the, the other thing about this amp in particular that I really like, and it's it's similar to how I felt and why I pushed so hard for the twin, is that it it opens up 
it really does open up this type of amp to a completely new demographic of people. And that is people like me who really want to have a super reverb, but know better. And be- <laughs> because it's like, I'll never, I'd never be able to use it. If I had a super reverb, I would never be able to use it because apart from anything, I would get it up the stairs to my uh, office and I would never want to carry it back down the stairs again because it's too big. But with this, with this one, it's like, it's super light. I mean, honestly, I, I think it's, I, I think it's wicked. I'm so excited about this. So the, so Tone Masters really expanded since we last re- spoke about them on, on gear of the year. Cause we're now totaling up five, five amps in the Tone Master series yeah five models in the in the in the range so there's um the original ones were the deluxe and the twin um this which were the uh like 65 aesthetics the black panel aesthetics um and uh modeling and then uh i don't know about a year ago maybe a little bit longer than no maybe about a year ago there was uh blonde versions blonde and oxblood versions of those amps came out uh, and they had uh, redesigned IRs, and uh, they used... oh, they had redesigned IRs. Oh yeah, know. yeah, it's, it's it's redesigned, and because the the speakers have changed, the speakers in those are creambacks, and so ah, the IRs are based off of the the speakers that are the IRs in the blonde the blonde ones are based off of the speakers that are in them, as opposed to just using the the IRs from the previous model, um, and now the now the super as well. So uh, and again, that will obviously have new IRs. These are the, they're modelled off of this amp, um, so yeah, really, really, really cool for me. This is this is the the, the big thing for for summon amp for me. I'm so, I I just I love it. I absolutely love it. And I didn't buy a twin. I didn't buy a twin. And I said I was going to buy a twin, and I didn't. And I think I I just I think I'm going to have to paint myself into a corner here and just get one of these because Ugh. it's just it it does everything that the twin does. But it's a four by ten, so I yeah. For me, this is the one. Yeah. What, I'm, what I'm amps in. do you have at the moment, Jay? Uh, so at the moment, I've got a, a Princeton with a twelve-inch speaker, so it's, it was an FSR and a uh, GTX fifty uh, Mustang GTX fifty, um, and then I've also got. Uh, I, oh, mate, I do sound like such a fanboy because basically everything is Fender. Uh, I do also have a <laughs> Baseman 100T, which is the, my bass amp, which is on top of my Ampeg 8x10, um, which isn't at my house. It is down at the, the practice studio, which I haven't been at since February 2020. So um, I haven't even seen Every now and again, my mate whose studio it is, every now and again, he'll put up videos of him drumming. And uh, I'll just I'll just see it out the corner of the video. I'll be like, oh yeah, that's mine. That's mine. There he is. That's mine. Um, but uh, but yeah. So that's that's what I've got at the moment. But um, oh, so definitely you could definitely get one of these in that case. You don't have anything doing the specific job, mind you. You probably should start playing guitar in a band to to warrant getting something like this. All right. Who who are you? My mum. Oh no, Calm no. down. <laughs> I see. Sorry. Sorry. I um. I think this is this has got to be one of the best buys of 2021. I think for for an amp, I think if you want pedal platform, you want vibe. Um, this is this has got everything. Yeah, I mean the, the super reverb is the one that I think everyone would have if they could. The, well, the only one that would challenge it for me potentially would be the vibe reverb, which is the three by ten. The vibra king is the three. The vibra king, yes. Yeah. 
Um, the Vibra Verb, I think, was a 212. Yeah. No, the Vibra King, which was the three, which also, again, ridiculously heavy. Um, or, or, yeah, the Super 6. Um, the Super 6 is, is, would just be, I mean, that's I think, the dream. Imagine but, that. But I honestly think even a 6x10 Tone Master, you just think... Is this practical? What am I is doing it, with myself? What it, am I doing with myself? Yeah, yeah. Is it practical? Yeah, no, this, I, um, I'm in. 12.99, amazing price. Yeah, I, I'm in. Jay, you need to buy one so I can come around and play it and then um, buy my own one. I think I, I think I am buying one. <laughs> Do it now. Hey, oh. uh, I, I sort of already have, so it's... Uh... Oh! <laughs> So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It's not Take here a bit yet. extra out on the old mind. mortgage, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How much mortgage do you need? Oh, I need, you know, this plus an extra. Th- What's the thousand for house renovations? Yeah, yeah, renovations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, renovations. Yeah. Tonal renovations. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the guitars because there have been some interesting kind of. It felt a little random to me, but we had uh, Dinosaur Junior's Jay Mascus has a new Fender signature model and it's a telly yeah so this this is this is really weird because obviously we we all think of uh jay mascus as the jazz master player uh it seems as though he has he uh, maybe he's just bought them all you know we've been talking about it for a while the fact that he seems to just have all of these 60s jazz masters and maybe he has completed it maybe he's just bought them all and he's like right now i'm onto tellies i'm moving on to tellies but no in uh the thing is is that he uh, apparently has been playing telly in the studio and on uh on record for a you know a long time um i don't really know the ins and outs of it all but uh the this is based on his apparently his favorite guitar which is a 58 top loader um god imagine that imagine having a telecaster from the 50s that would be that would be the dream i mean that would just be unbelievable but uh yeah so he's got 58 top loader um and uh it's uh in this like amazing sparkly blue dazzling bottle rocket blue oh, it's, it's a great name it's a great Dazzling name for the bottle, it's a great oh no, yeah color. bottle rocket blue flake yeah so it looks looks amazing he's got custom pickups in there um so they'll be are, are they just re- like are they fender designed custom pickups yeah yes yeah so they're they're designed for this guitar so i assume they're just um kind of high out higher output hotter um sure uh, i like uh, 50s pickups basically i'm calling it now this guitar will be double, <laughs> if not triple, the value in about 10 years' time. Yeah. Absolutely. This yeah. this guitar, like, I'm considering buying one because, one, it's awesome, but two, I'm like, definitely going to have some increased value at some point. I mean, I've wanted a J-Mascus Jazzmaster, the yeah. original MIJ one, for so long, and they're just, like, funny money now. Yeah, yeah, it's silly, um, isn't it? It's so weird. And I'm just like, actually, this looks... Amazing colour, great spec. I mean, it's a slab. I can't get behind the plate though. Oh, the slab ash is very cool. I think, yeah. To be honest, the plate doesn't. It's not my first choice, but doesn't bother me. I like the fact that it's got a slightly mirrored chrome, dear listener, if you haven't seen it. It's a slightly relict neck as well. It's like a worn neck, but it's not a relict body, right? Yeah, it's, well, it's a it's a road worn. I mean, it's a road worn neck, oh, presumably it a, because it's because it's based on his original fifty eight. Um, yeah. Top is his original 58 neck, and uh, I mean, I'm gonna go out on a limb, and I'm pretty sure that 
bottle rocket blue flake wasn't a standard finish in 1958. So that has probably <laughs> been refinished, but I don't think they've refinned the neck. So that makes sense as to why it's uh, got the got the the, the relict neck or the road worn neck. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. think this is um, this is wicked. Yeah. I think this is. I'm so cool. I'm so glad to see it. I think um, Mexican made this one. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. I, I, guess, I think that's that doesn't bother me. No. No. Not at all. It, I mean, I, I'm, just, I'm trying to think about it now, and I'm not. I'm not sure I even know. But I guess the the bulk of artist signature models come out of Mexico now. I, I think. I, it's, I guess. I think. I think it's probably. It's probably. There's probably more. Mexican made than American made, but it does seem as though there's there's some coming out of both constantly. I mean, you mentioned the Corey Wong that that's come out of the American factory, so that the Corey Wong from um, from Wolfpack uh, he has got a new um, signature strap, which is I, I think it's based off of the American Ultras, which came out a couple of years ago. Um, but there's a few little weird tweaks on no, there. He- his um sorry Joe, his strat that he's been playing, I think, is an early two thousand. The original one that I think is the similar colour, I think is like an early two thousands, like American standard. Oh, okay, interesting. Um because and I love Corey Wong, but possibly the worst colour ever. Um which is based on his <laughs> one. I just hate that original emerald finish from um from back then but i'm i'm sure that it's an early american standard only because I, i'm sure i had basically the same series in a different color right okay um i will try and do some research while you talk about it more jay okay well the, the, there's a couple of things that are, that are interesting but the the main one is that it's it's actually a smaller body than what yeah it's it's a smaller body than other strats it's i i read it somewhere i can't remember what it is it's something like seven eighths i think i heard I, somewhere i think it's seven eighths yeah or or like 15 sixteenths or something like that i think it might be seven eighths is what it is and it's, just, it's slightly slimmed down and then the headstock is slightly larger to compensate um and uh yeah really interesting i really want to try one to see whether you can tell the difference and i'm sure that i absolutely will not be able to but will definitely convince myself that i absolutely can um so yeah compound radius 10 to 14 which is something that you don't see on uh fenders most of the time uh it's Do also you get that on the ultras the the 10 to 14 is i isn't think that standard it's 10 to 14 on the ultras? On, i think it is 10 to 14 on the ultras yeah i think so I think so. And then you've got a um, a push-push pot on there, which uh, uh, rather than adding any positions, um, it defaults to position four. Amazing. So you just get that, that. Like, <laughs> that like quacky funk thing that he wants to so do. So good. Um, just quickly, yeah, his, his original Strat, the one that he plays, the one that he's most famous, his quite relict blue Strat, is a Highway 1. Oh, it's a Highway 1, is it? Highway 1 in sapphire blue transparent. So part of the original Highway 1 guitars. Oh, Um, yeah. No, those... Because I remember being at GAC, didn't we? Wasn't there... There was a green one and a red one as well, I think. uh, I think the colours at the time were sapphire blue, crimson red, teal green, honey honey blonde, three-colour sunburst. Right, wow. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay. Um, but very cool. Weird that it's small, um, but I love the fact that it's got the fourth position, like the ultimate funk. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's so It's so dumb. <laughs> and um, apparently you also get a Corey Wong hair tie. <laughs> For muting oh, the tremolo springs no. to achieve Corey's rhythm tone. Uh, <laughs> so good. I mean, he's an amazing player. I mean, if you, in terms of like groovy guitar and a groovy band, like Vulpec at Madison Square Garden, like sold out at Madison Square Garden, it's just like a masterclass in like a group of musicians who are just like super tight in terms of right. like playing guitar and, you know, everything. And, um, He's really diversified in the last 18 months since lockdown. I mean, he's just like, you know, just grown exponentially over the last sort of like two years in terms of getting out there and being way more visible and doing loads more music. Um, But interestingly, his first instrument's actually bass. And uh, he's a machine when it comes to playing funk bass. Oh, um, so that's why that's why the neural DSP Corey Wong plugin comes with a, some bass presets as well. Yeah, yeah, he's like a monster bass player. Um, Quite weird. Yeah. So, um, well, I mean, I mean, Matty, as, you, as as we all know, if you can play guitar, you can play bass. I mean, it's it's the same yeah. thing. You know, if yeah. you're good at guitar, you're going to be good at bass. It's I, just I think the, this the is... other way around that doesn't happen. I think this is cool. I just take the colour. I just yeah, sapphire the, blue the is just not my vibe. Weirdly crooked as well. Is that, it does is look it, that way, doesn't yeah. it? It does look a bit more. So what's the uh, weird what's angle? The, what's the colour called on this? Um, sapphire, sapphire blue trans. Sapphire yeah. blue trans. Right okay. in a satin yeah. lacquer. Oh, yeah, there you go. There's quite the the images of it, obviously, because it's it's trans, so it has quite a lot of grain showing through. It says in the it says that it's um, an older body that it looks a lot like ash grain in the in the pictures, but you know, obviously, it's it's not. But you know, yeah, I'm not into the color either, but uh, definitely very cool. A, a lot of cool little kind of like quirks on there. I, I think it's really interesting that. Fender has done a guitar that's, you know, not the same size as a regular Strat. That's really interesting. Uh, All all we need now is for the, uh, you know, the Tormund Giants Bane signature Strat, which is uh, nine eighths. That's what we want. Just do do get all like a John Cena signature strat. I don't know, like a big fella. Let's, <laughs> that's that's what I want to see next. Is is a is a nine eight strat? That'd be cool. Oh, that's called a P bass, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. Um, and then so the other uh, signature models that you hinted at, Joe, are the um, return of the Jagstang, um, which is wild. So the Jagstang hasn't been in the catalogue for I don't know. A very a, a long, long time. Fifteen years, maybe and longer. They were Japanese before that, right? And like, they're hard to get hold of. Well, they. Uh... From what I understand, the first one, uh, just reading some bits here, uh, follows Cobain's original 1993 specs. 
So yeah. I'm guessing. Well, like, yeah. So that was that was when it when it when it first came out, the Jagstang, and then there have been a couple of reissues since, but not for a long time. But this is the. Um, uh, I guess to time with the 30th anniversary of Nevermind, which was uh, oh, which that's is this what year. it's there. I didn't know. I, I was I was like, this is very random. Why has this happened? Yes, um, yes. So yeah. th- celebrating 30 years of of Nevermind. Um, so you can get the Jagstang in the the two kind of colours that you would want it in. So Fiesta Red or or Sonic Blue with a rosewood board, and for uh, the um, the purists out there. It is available in left-handed in both of those colours as well. Oh, that's um, cool. Which is, which is the right thing to do, of course. Um, but, yeah, really cool. Really cool to see this guitar in the catalogue again. Um, I would just uh, – the, obviously, the first thing that you want to be doing is – and actually, just a, 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 another thing that's, that's very cool that was a Summon Am release is there is a um, – do you remember when I had that 65 Mustang, the old, the old Mustang that I had, the white one? Uh, and I sold it because I didn't like the tremolo. Well, this has got the same tremolo as that. And um, the if you remember at the start of the year, um, Ben Gibbard brought out a Mustang with a hardtail, and Fender have released that hardtail as a standalone dropping <laughs> uh, product for Mustangs, and I assume it would fit in this Jagstang as well. So what you want to do is buy this guitar, drop that in there, so you don't have to worry about the, uh, the tremolo arm wibbly wobbling all over the place and you've got yourself a really wicked playable guitar um very cool so interestingly here cobain played the jagstang live only a few times um yeah i mean it, it didn't it didn't come out till 1993 yeah so he died in 94 so he said i play, he played the jagstang till two to five times on stage apparently only a couple times for once an entire gig wow. um but yeah came out 1995 2001 2003 to 2005 2021 to present wait when um, was the last time sorry 2005 it was discontinued they were made yeah, in japan yeah um but what's interesting just looking at a wikipedia page here it's linked me directly to a signature model i don't remember um the ryan jarman signature so he yeah. was in the cribs and he had yeah. a burgundy mist sort of jagstang with a humbucker and a seymour duncan single coil with a jazz master trem yeah his brother did as well his brother whose name i can't remember um was the bass player and he had a signature um i can't find it he had a he had a i'm sure he did it there was a signature bass um i'm also just looking yeah i just i don't yeah gary jarman had a signature bass weird i just don't ever remember that must have only made it for like a year or something yeah, it was it was only made for a really short period of time, and they yeah they were squires, and they were really unique, really really weird. Um, so yeah, the 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 Jarman the Ryan Jarman signature, the the guitar yeah was HS, and then I think it's Gary Jarman was the bass player. Yeah, and I'm not sure if I ever actually even saw one of those. Oh, I really wanted to. It looked cool, didn't it? It, it did was, look really uh... cool, but the um yeah the 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 guitar was wicked, really really weird. Yeah, I yeah, found I, a couple of old listings. Oh, Doesn't in fact, like... I found the gag page. Um, <laughs> so in stock now. Oh, I just... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, w- 
we must have had one on order at least, even if we didn't, uh, even if we didn't actually see one. But yeah, they they both had one. Really, really weird. Really cool. But I see a lot of people um, on the internet talking about that that Ryan Jarman and asking for it to be reissued. I I saw someone recently, someone big, someone who I wouldn't ex- wouldn't have expected was was talking about it on Instagram, saying like, "Oh, we need to bring this guitar back." So yeah, really, really cool, really weird. Mm, yeah. Yes, nice, very cool. Now let's you know sticking with guitars, almost at the binary opposite end in the guitar world to a Kurt Cobain signature, Jag Stang, Boss have once again entered into uh, the guitar world. This time not with a not with a Strandberg, not with a not with a Fender with you know built-in stuff but with their own proprietary model matt knight yeah um this bit of a mad one even for me um so it's been on the in the works for a for quite a long time and uh yeah kind of finally glad to see it out there so the the eurus gs1 um so eurus is kind of like the leading prefix to this particular guitar model um this is a completely boss-owned design, basically, made in Japan. Um, Obviously, we've had a lot of hand-in guitar building, I guess, for 40 years. You know, the GR, original GR guitars from the 70s, that stood for Greco Roland, um, and we helped design the guitar and designed a lot of the electronics, um, all the way through to putting electronics in the Fender, working with Strandberg, and then we kind of thought that we're going to go it alone, uh, so we've basically built this guitar, designed it all uh, with really high-quality hardware. It's Goto hardware, locking machine heads, custom design, humbuckers, and electronics. But we have also built in our own proprietary polyphonic synthesizer into it as well. So I guess trying to do something just a bit sort of radically different. So it's not like a Variax. It doesn't have Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So it's not, so not going to be – this is not a Variax comp- – no, no. So there's no tuning modelling in it. There's no guitar modelling in it. There's no pickup modelling. It is an electric guitar with synth electronics built in as well. Um, so our own proprietary synth technology. And I guess our, th- our thinking was to really try and create something that was out there for the next generation of like creative guitar players. You know, people that are going to pick up an instrument and go, I want to do something different with it kind of like they did when we launched the very first ever guitar synth back in 77 um and you know these artists picked it up and kind of were like right i'm gonna go and do something mad with it um i think when we did the gr 500 i was reading that genesis bought one i think it was steve hackett in genesis bought one went this is amazing i'm gonna do the opening to every genesis show on tour and did a solo performance of just him and that guitar and synthesizer um and like andy summers used one loads in the in the later area of like the police and i guess like yeah that kind of spawned a whole bunch of like creativity in this we wanted to do the same and we wanted to do it ourselves rather than tie with another brand so uh, things like the old fenders that we used to have still had the roland gk pickup in so our gk pickup is a hexaphonic pickup that picks up each each individual string then transmits that analog data to digital data and then transposes it or adds modeling um this is like 
uses our polyphonic synth technology that runs off a normal jack cable, but everything is basically built inside. Um, it's amazing. I've got one. <laughs> so I've been having a bit of a, a play around with oh, it. Oh, sweet. Which, I didn't know you had one. Yeah, so I, I've got the only one in uh, in Europe at the moment. <laughs> Get off on refurb, mate. Um, Sorry, just, just playing my... my uh, my my mp card there get it up get it up mate. yeah exactly um so yeah we're, we're sort of working on so we we've sort of like soft launched it and we've yoshi's introduced the kind of concept and everything behind it and um yeah we're working on sort of like more content and and sounds and everything from now but playability wise it's an amazing guitar really nice just just a really slick feeling guitar. It reminds me a bit of kind of, well, a few people were like, oh, it's kind of got this like Music Man vibe to it. And actually playability does have that kind of feel. Um, For now, it's just the black with the rosewood board. Um, But yeah, kind of interesting for me, especially since we've never really had to sell a guitar. Like when we've done collaborations (laughs) before, like obviously the Strandberg, we only did a very limited amount. Fender was a little bit before my time. Oh, is this not like a limited run then? This is going to be... This is a standard... Yes, yeah, it's a standard model. We're not we're not saying it's limited um, in any way. So this is like a thing now. Boss make guitars. Wow, um, but yeah, you can. It's got Bluetooth, so you can edit. You can hook it up to an app, and then you can edit everything inside the um, the guitar. So sounds, presets, um, you know, all of that, and then you can set up the easy one do you have to do it with a phone can you do it with a desktop and no you just do it with it they do it with an app so you just bluetooth snap there's no desktop Uh, and then it pairs wirelessly with our new ev1 wireless foot controller as well and so you can like mess around with the sounds in real time with your feet which is quite cool you can actually do it on the guitar so the guitar one of the controls on the guitar is like a synth control and you can set that to do like filter sweeps and pitch and all that sort of stuff um or you can do it with a foot controller which is i want to talk very, about very cool. i want to talk about this ev1 uh as well this this game sounds changer. like a yeah absolute game changer um you you sent me a little video of you doing some stuff with this and i was like i i i cannot believe how easy this has just made doing creative stuff so like this is this is a completely wireless midi expression pedal yeah so the ev1 wl um is a midi expression pedal that sends midi out over a midi jack usb or over bluetooth and you can basically hook it up to anything that accepts midi which is which is wicked uh it then takes a you can then plug another two-button foot switch into the side of it and then set those two buttons to send MIDI messages. Yes. So you can send a MIDI message per foot switch, one on the toe switch, and then one for the expression pedal so on talk, and off. Talk about the example that you sent me of what you did with that. Yeah, so the way that I thought it was really cool was when we've talked about home recording and using plugins, you're sort of stuck with one sound um and quite often you've kind of got to use automations to change things or you kind of have to like have different guitar parts with different sound set in different variations of the plugin um so what i've did was i hooked it up via bluetooth midi to my mac and then used it to wirelessly control 
the sounds within Neural DSP. So the Gajira plugin, for example, has a pitch shifter, which you can't actually use <laughs> unless you plug an expression pedal into your computer, which... Not is, most, not many people can do. Well, I mean, the only way you can do it, I was talking to a friend of this, the only way you can do it is plug an expression pedal into a MIDI keyboard and then route the MIDI controls from an expression from the keyboard into your computer, which is oh super time to do right, and okay. boring. Um, so this, you can, yeah, just hook it up and then just say, yeah, cool, do that, and then it worked. So I was turning delay on and off, reverb on and off, pitch shifter on and off wirelessly with this little MIDI controller. And that's just like one example of many different ways that you could use it. Uh, One of the guys in my team had it controlling like the Logic pedal board. So loads of DAWs have their own pedal boards, their own effects. As long as it accepts mid, as long as the door, which it will, accepts MIDI, you can program it to control effects within a DAW. So Joe talking like, you know, Persona Studio One, you could have a pedal board set up and control, you know, delay on and off, distortion on and off, record it to the track, which is wicked. Um, you could use it for MIDI keyboards, you know, synthesizers, pedal boards. Um, one guy in our team was testing it with. Um, he was like he used to do a bunch of um, like cruise ship work, and he was using a Kemper. And he was like, "Could I like hook it up via MIDI to like a Kemper, and then have like an off stage just like up down button or a wah button, so I don't always have to run back to the pedal board?" It's like, yeah, it's like that's amazing. So there's, I think, yes, yeah, sort of like limitless in terms of what you can do with it. I mean, even phone apps. You know, if you're using, I don't know, uh, there's a bunch of um, sound apps that you can buy for iphone as long as they accept a, a, a midi message input you can control it via um via the expression pedal so i'm kind of keen to start hooking it up for recording um to things like my little juno boutique and then like control the filter sweep with a foot i think that's quite cool so you can play and do some wicked stuff like um in real time that way um but yeah, it's a really cool device. And I think, to really be honest, cool. just need to get a bunch of different examples out there. And I'm keen to see how people use it. Because actually, Roland make... I did um, Not that we would have ever really talked about it on this podcast, but Roland make a wireless MIDI adapter. So anything that's got a MIDI input, um, it, will send, it will turn it into a Bluetooth MIDI input. So you oh. can connect it to that. So um, you don't even have to have Bluetooth. You can buy a Roland um, WMD. And, uh, yeah, you can basically turn anything with a MIDI input into wireless Bluetooth MIDI, and then you could control it with the EV1. Oh, very cool. Very so, cool. So, um, yeah, now I just need to work out a way to make my Space Echo MIDI. Imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> That's um, what you want. But yeah, no, I I think there's just a, a load of different things you can you can uh, try I just it with. Thought, but. I thought it was a great product. Like just from uh, from the video you sent me, that like there are there are, obviously there are no cables attached. It's just this little expression pedal and this little two button foot switch plugged into that, and just and all the sounds and the pitch shifting and the reverbs and the delays and being able to control them. I was like, this is like a whole recording rig without any of like my room is just cables and faff all of the time whenever i need to record stuff and it just looks so i was like oh streamlined i was uh, yeah yeah i think um for, especially for studio players who use a lot of stuff in plugins i think it's great to have a bit of a, a couple of buttons on the floor that you can 
yeah. you know, set to help control sounds in your DAW. Absolutely. Very cool indeed. Now, I want to I want to talk about these new IK Multimedia um, Amplitube X Gear pedals. Um, IK Multimedia kind of entering the sort of Strymon-esque uh, sort of area of the market with some big like you know pr- premium priced i think they're they're more affordable than strymons but i think the this pedal range is still uh 300-ish quid four pedals in their range so there's the x drive the x space uh, the x vibe and the x time so you know a drive modulation delay and reverb pedals big wide three button foot switch pedals that allow you to uh, to bank up and bank down as well as selecting one of the three presets on those proper solid rotary controls on these so that you know you're not you're not limited to just sort of uh, you know having to go through a bunch of menus every time you want to change the tiniest things some really good sort of easy to use so someone's thought about how this could actually be used in a live application, which sometimes I think it, it is, is getting forgotten these days. Well, that's, that's kind of my question is a lot of the time you see companies who are kind of primarily software companies. And I know that um, IK Multimedia do a lot of, you know, great hardware. The, we, we all know we've all used an iRig and we all know how good they are. But um, a lot of the time, kind of primarily software companies, I think, have a little bit of a difficulty in transferring that over into live use. And I guess my, my first question here is, do you think these are designed for live or do you think they're designed as like easy interfaces for home recording and studio recording and stuff like that? I mean, I I actually think this is an incredibly smart product. I saw like mixed commentary on this because I guess IK Media, uh, IK Multimedia don't hold the um, that that like when people say Strymon, people are thinking about this super expensive, super premium thing. IK make accessible stuff, and so I think when they release this, it's it's almost it's difficult for them to get into that Strymon S market. But I think these are right on the money. They're they're a good price. Three hundred pounds is reasonable for the amount of stuff you're getting on these, and 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 I think they are designed well built well they look like they can be integrated into pedal boards easily and well and actually be functional in a in a live situation but i mean they also nailed the other side of it so each of these each of these pedals comes with a plug-in of the exact same pedal so that you can use it with your door and then you can use that virtual interface without having to have the pedal plugged in and let's say you make yourself a preset where you can save that right back onto the pedal itself between the the virtual pedal, the plug-in, and your real hardware pedal, which I thought was neat. But it also means, you know, if you have one of these committed to your pedal board and, for example, you you know, you're like me, your pedal board lives in storage until you're out of band practice, you can still actually have the plug-in of this on your um you know on your daw at home that's really cool that's a really really neat feature i think that's that's something that i can see um as home recording becomes more of a thing and more accessible uh i think that's the sort of thing that a lot of people will start demanding they'll want the because because stuff is available so readily if I've got if I if I'm at home and I'm watching Sky I'm watching Sky Sports on my telly and then I go to the pub I can put Sky Sports on my phone and I can take it you know I don't have to be tethered to home exactly and I think there's a lot of 
that kind of increased convenience that people are gonna gonna start demanding so i think that's really that's really really interesting yeah yeah really cool i i I couldn't be kind of more positive about these pedals i think they're very cool and i think listener if you're if you're the sort of person who who would be interested i think the the real the ones with real appeal are the delay the x time and the x space like uh if if you would be interested in having a delay or a reverb that has everything on it you know those those all-encompassing pedals but you never wanted to quite shell out the money for a strymon i know 300 pounds is still a premium price point but it's you know that i it's very reasonable i think for something as awesome I, I as think, this i think that's a re- i think they've they've clearly gone for a very very competitive price yeah um yeah i think i i'd be keen to try them i think for them their advantage is that it's already there in all the plugins and everything they've done it's packaging yeah. it into hardware and i think you know quite often with multi-effects you know to to class them as all one thing your people go well i, I don't want to buy my effects because i don't want everything in it and, you know and then you've got things like hx stomp or gt1000 core where you're like well you can choose what you want but it's still you're paying a, a bigger price for a lot of stuff that you don't necessarily need yeah um and you know some videos out there from from some people recently have proven that you know timeline still sounds amazing 10 years on um there's clearly demand for for products out there these sort of multifunctional big delay or reverbs for example and i think yeah really competitive price cool product uh the the only thing i would say is the first time i saw them as i was scrolling through uh social media and saw them was like that's a weird looking line six and then i suddenly (laughs) realized that they're 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 clearly not but they've obviously gone for that color i mean almost the exact same color um as some of those originals i was like yeah um but yeah i think the hardest one to get to sound right i think their hardest sell uh will be the drive because the drive is always difficult because people are like oh it has to be analog and it's like no it doesn't well also it's just it's just not as fun that, that like, is true. The, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just they're just not as fun. Drive pedals are if if what you're doing is like a multi uh, a multi effect pedal like this, and again, I realise that's not what it is, but for ease of use, like a drive pedal, like who cares? It's not as fun. Like if you if you've got the choice between um, a like really manipulative, like a really easy to manipulate loads of sounds drive or a reverb which can send you into oblivion you're always going to go with the reverb. So I, I can understand why they've done the drive because people do want them. And, and you, you, we've seen, we've seen these, these, um, these pedals sell for 10, 15 years. And, and it's great that it exists. It is, but it is going to be the hard sell. And I, yeah, it, yeah, I can understand it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I'm, 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 I'm keen to give them a go. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get a couple. I'm going to get a couple. Um, I, we, I'm mu- probably... we must know someone. Surely we must know someone. Oh, that... no, yeah, we do quite well. So we will, I'm sure we can. Cause I, get I've the, just get done their set. website and gone. I forgot how much stuff Amplitude actually make. Yeah. Um, and loads of actually kind of cool things, you know, like loads of little gadgety bits and stuff that are great for recording. I think, um, yeah, sort of dropped off the radar a little bit, but maybe they're going to come back. Yeah, well, uh, I, 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 I can't see these pedals doing anything other than being like a huge success. They're just, it's, it seems like the, a great 
product at the right time so yeah we will we will see well that that pretty much dear listener brings us up to the end of this week's episode of the guitar nerds podcast you can of course catch us over on patreon at patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds that's where we're gonna head right now and we're gonna answer a whole bunch of questions from the facebook group the guitar nerds group on facebook join it dear uh, listeners um if you if you haven't already i said that at the start of last week's episode we had loads of people join so thank you very much everyone for joining the facebook group join it if you haven't yet but i popped up another post saying hey what stuff would you like us to talk about and we've had a bunch of replies so we are gonna head Go over ignore to all, the- mate Go ignore <laughs> all. We're, gonna, we're gonna pick our uh qatar 2022 starting lineup for each of the nationalities that are going to be there i reckon we'll start we'll start with argentina Okay, makes sense. We'll do that. We'll do that. And you, dear listener, can become a Patreon supporter for as little as a dollar a month. At one dollar, you'll get this episode ad-free and early every week. At five dollars, you get access to the Patreon special episodes and our entire back catalogue. Ten dollars gets you the lot. Plus, I'll sing you my thanks at the end of every episode. Find us on all your favourite social media platforms and join the Guitar Nets group on Facebook to get involved in our weekly episode discussion. Thanks for listening. You've been lovely. We've been the Guitar Nets. Farewell. Bye. Take it easy. Yeah, if I know you want to do Checking on the guitar nerds When you're feeling blue You're a Telecaster and a Stratocaster fan You also like whether or not a bit of music man You take one look at a friend with custom shop You know that that's another three years grand You're gonna drop and I love 50s Do it so unique Now go and buy the plugin from the plugin of the week Guitar nerds drumming in your ears Listen to his thin ride and drink a bunch of beers We got Matt Guy and Jake Ross too even shows up when he's got nothing to do We got JD and Naomi McLeod But I am the best one because I'm sissy from the loud But we can do this podcast without you Yeah, everything on podcast is whatever we want to say Sean Brown, Holly Simpson, Eric Vaughn, John Conway, the studio rats, so Russell Howard, Yogi the guitarist, Tyler and Cloud, Lip Dutch, Simon Skull, Harris, Joe Hobart, Sean Hughes, Brian Hansen, Eric Emmer, Jeffrey Wax, Shane M, Brian Einstein, Jonathan Hafferty, Kevin Mendel, Lyndon Marcus, Al Kadawaki, Robert Butterworth, Samuel Thrust, Stuart Robson, Christy Lund Hansen, Keith Adams, Eric File, Dallas Henry, Scott Atting, Jack Cutmore, Andy Manley, Simon Milborn, Ken Sayers, Michael McRae, Aaron Peter, Sean Arbo, Ernie Cooper, Joe Patek, Blake Wyland, Dave Lee, Nate Nagel, Ross Edwards, John Angle, Aaron Sherman, James Ball, Ryan McDermott, Jake Gray, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Matthews, Christopher Lotus, Stephen Ball, Robert Smith, Titopia the Band, J.D. Sean, Andy McKenzie, Brad Page, Paul Corrigan, Rob Nordwick, Scott O'Brien, and Moog Rivet.